Welcome back to another glorious episode of A Spirited Debate. The crew have dusted off the glasses, dropped in some ice, and pulled the corks, and we are ready, as always, to pour a few drinks and find a way to rattle each other's cages. Now, I could give you the same spiel as last year. If you're new to this, hit this, follow that. But you know what? It's now 2021, and we've decided it's a new year, and it's time for some new rules. At the end of the day, follow if that's your thing, like if you want. Fuck it, we're just happy you're listening, and that's all that matters to us. Now, some things will never change, so as our sound guy cues up the music, grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for... Just skip over. I'm trying to contribute to the discussion. It would be wrong. They would absolutely be wrong. If you thought that our debates were going to be any different, then joke's on you. I thought, I thought you'd get better. <laughs> and you guys came with the same shit. We are on our way. Promoted! I'm double fisting, actually. Um, so I thought that was on Friday night. Dad always says you never get better by playing people worse than you. It ain't going to so, take somebody long to get bingo so, here. Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the I, debate begin. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of A Spirited Debate. This week, we have our renowned Pick'em episode where we discuss our top three favorite something, anything, doesn't matter what it is. This week, it just happens to be our top three favorite concerts of all time. So that's what we'll be discussing. I'm not sure what the criteria was you gentlemen chose. This is, again, like with all of our pickums, something that I wrestled with. How was I going to decide what my top three were? I, you know, If I'd only been to three concerts, it'd be easy, but I've been to way too many, and so I was just trying to decide. So welcome, gentlemen, to our pickum episode, top three concerts. How's everybody doing today? Oh, doing good. Thank doing you very much. Good to be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, mate, get to the chopper. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not right, is it? Wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Uh, just took a turn. Yeah, it did. Uh, as usual, we're going to pull out the uh, patented a spirited debate wheel of death to see who goes first, second, third, and so forth. And then we'll just, like we've done in the past, go round robin first all the way around, second all the way around, and then we'll wrap up with our third. And then just for uh, shits and giggles at the end, I do have just a, a specialized category I'm going to throw out there and surprise everybody with. So just be prepared. All right, so let's jump into our drinks. Obviously, the bartender is here. Let's go around the room and find out what everybody is drinking. Grinch, what are you having today, sir? I am having a cinnamon roll cocktail, which is super simple. Uh, I still had that rum chata, so it's three parts rum chata, one part Kahlua. And away you go. <clears throat> easy, That's easy it. peasy. Just too, just too easy. Okay. You're, you're digging on those nice dessert drinks, though. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Is it that of time of the year? Is it the cold weather? I mean, why? It's, you know, have the bottle and it takes up space in the refrigerator. And you're just trying to <laughs> use it up. anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> to use it we, we would expect nothing less than an efficient <laughs> answer. <Yeah>. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, all right. Uh, Haas, what about you, brother? What are you having today? I'm going rum and coke. I haven't done oh. a rum and coke yet. It's been a while. So, yeah, 100, 100 milliliters of some Havana Club, seven-year, Coca-Cola, and some ice. Stir. Good there thing, because uh, I was going to go, let me guess, the Diplomatica. But I was wrong. No, Apparently no, not. no, no. Diplomatica is, that... is for sipping. You don't, okay, well, you don't, say it. I don't know. Mix. I've never had it. You say it like you're you know, all offended. Look, if there's anything I've learned from Grinch, it's that, you know, there are certain rums that you do not mix. You just enjoy them. and, and By Diplomatica, themselves? Diplomatica is one of those. So. Okay, true. good. Good. True, I was worried so because, like, like, when it comes to bourbon, I drink my Blantons with Coke. I didn't know how you drank yours. I was just curious. <laughs> oh, and I think. Somebody cringed for sure. Luckily, I know he knows better. That's it. Uh, all right, so uh, I'll go next. Uh, I am having what's called a Oaxaca mule. 
And this was, um, I was, again, last time we did this, I was trying to use the mezcal for a drink, didn't. So this time I finally had everything I needed. So I'm doing a Oaxaca mule, which is the mezcal in place of tequila and then a little lime and ginger beer. And so that's what I'm obviously in the copper mug. Um, so I, unfortunately not drinking from the fishbowl at some point we will break because I will need to refresh my beverage because this is entirely too small to get through this episode. And I am partnering that with just a hint of dill, sea salt, and olive oil. Trisket. Trisket. I'm going to question the, the dill, sea salt, Trisket with a mezcal... No, maybe there is. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> maybe there is. <laughs> the dill, the sea salt, and the olive oil washes down nicely, backed with a little Oaxaca mule. And, and, and the earthy mezcal, it works with the dill. It and does. I thought we discussed, though, it's, it's not a Oaxaca mule, it's a Oaxaca burro. 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 <laughs> Ma'am, exactly. Getting consumed by an ass. Yes. Either way, <laughs> it always comes back to ass, doesn't it? One way or the other. So that's what yeah, I'm doing, a Oaxaca mule. Burrow. All right, Mac, we're going to finish with you. What are you drinking today, brother? All right, so I just uh, figured I'd do a little brunch today and uh, made a Bloody Mary. Oh, um, I thought about doing that. Yeah, so I used the, uh, the High West Vodka, which is very good. Uh, it's a third a cup of High West Vodka, two-thirds a cup of the Charleston Bloody Mary mix uh, we picked up last time we were in Charleston. Mix it all together. It's got a really good horseradish pe- black pepper taste to it. And typically, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the Bloody Marys, but this is this is not bad. Did you, uh, you know, celery, olive, any of that shit with it? Well, I got a stick of celery in it. Yeah, uh, no olives. Though. I'm not. A, I, I don't really like olives. Mrs. Mac actually I had to make two of them today because uh, as soon as I started making it, she was. Uh, yeah, you're making two of those, right? Um, you're like, well, I got two hands. The, I can uh, drink them both. The, yes. Yeah, she went with the pickled okra uh, okay. in it. So okay. uh, I did not. Again, not a fan of pickled okra. So I just went with celery. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Uh, well, cheers to you, gentlemen. I, I do appreciate cheers. y'all being here. Salud. Uh, uh, Grinch, it looks like you're going to need a refill sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, is it, it must be an easy drink. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a dessert. Like, if, if I just handed <laughs> it to you and didn't tell you it had alcohol, you might not even suspect it did. Maybe I still don't. That's, you don't know. That's maybe more about our, you know, drinking, but... Anyway, okay. all right. <laughs> we, we had that discussion once. Uh, I was questioned on the amount of rum I was putting in something, and uh, it was determined that you know, that might have been a little too much. I said, "No, it, it's to taste." Right. That's right. Your taste is different than my taste, and that's all there is. And to my it. taste is right. Exactly. It's generally how it works if you're pouring the drink. All right. Let's jump into our topic. It's our pick'em episode. Top three concerts. We have our wheel of death. Everybody ready? Who will it? Yeah. And yes. I guess it's worth saying, I don't know that we've said this specifically. We're saying, I, I know we all know this, but the best three concerts we've been to. We have seen. Right. It's yes. not yes. who would you like to see. It is right, literally right, right. who or, did you go see. Yeah. Or who you've seen, you know, a concert on the internet. You know, it's it's been there in person. <clears throat> right. Even if you were behind your camera, but you were there. Jackass millennials. So, yes. Top three concerts you have actually attended. That is the topic. So, we have the Wheel of Death going to spin it see who goes first all right it looks like it is going to be the h-o-s-s Haas, you are up you will give us your first concert fire away brother and, and again no particular order it's up to you or you can do three two one it doesn't matter your choice 
You know, to, with our previous Pick'em categories, I, I created lists upon lists and categories and all this kind of stuff. This time I was just kind of freeballing a little bit, thinking about, you know, which ones did I remember the best? Which ones emotionally? So, you know, those, those emotional ties again. And obviously the very first concert that came to mind was the 311 Stuck Mojo, The Urge. Um, and the other band that you, every time we talk about this concert, you ask me about, and I still don't remember the fucking name of that band. Violent so I knew you were going to, sure. Violent sky. Maybe they were good. I don't know, but I, just, I don't remember them. So whatever. Uh, there's a reason you don't remember them and it's okay. That's because they were that bad. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, it wasn't just the fact that we were seeing what was going to be this phenomenally great band um, that now 20-something years later is still putting out albums and touring. Um, it was the, the camaraderie, the brotherhood. It was the truck story. It was the gasoline, walking to get gasoline in the hood in the middle of the night. Just all of it, you know, and, and the bands were good, obviously. And, you know, yeah, that, that would be, that would be my, my first one. That was the drumstick concert too, right? It was, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got kicked in the face by a crowd surfer. Fun times. <laughs> yeah. Got to pay attention to that shit. Um, yeah. That, that's when uh, the urge, like the trombonist or something, like just dove off the fucking stage in the middle of their set. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Show. And, the, Great and that show. was at the Masquerade Music Park. 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 Yeah. It was the Outback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And which really wasn't that big a venue. And, and as I recall, mm-hmm. even though we got there, what I felt like was a little bit late, maybe I was wrong in my thinking. We ended up in really good position. We were like center stage, what about five or six people back, and we were in the yeah. heart. We were in the heart of that one. And and as we've discussed before, if y'all remember, they were filming the video for Homebrew Three Elevens Homebrew, yep. off the Grassroots album. And so, yes, you. Uh, I don't don't think you can actually see any of us in it. But if you go and watch the official video for Three Elevens Homebrew. The concert footage was filmed at Masquerade Music Park, and we attended that show. So, yeah, we were there. Yes, indeed. Awesome. Hey, hey nothing Good wrong choice. with starting off. Okay, so let me add, real quick, and I don't want to get too far off topic. Was that your very first concert ever? No, my first no, okay. concert ever was Kiss. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Did not know. And I'm not even a Kiss fan, but it had Warrant. <laughs> and you're a Warrant fan. It had Warrant and it had uh, Damn Yankees. And at the time, you know, those were two really rocking bands. Okay. Yeah. Except for Ted Nugent. Fucking well, and, uh, it, and it was also because of a girl that I went to that concert. But no big surprise there. Okay. Well, that's all right. All right. Turn, turned out years later, she, she was a headliner at Lilith Fair. So. All right. Let's move this train along. Spin the wheel again. Let's see who goes a second. That would be, oh, there it is. Big Mac. All right. It is on you, brother. So what is your first concert? Same thing applies. Doesn't matter the order. We'll let you choose how you want to do this. And so I feel pretty confident that there's not going to be a whole lot of overlap on any of my choices with with, with you guys. Uh, So I'm I'm pretty safe there. Um, So concert I'm going to go with, uh, is going to be Panic at the Disco. Um, saw them in 2018 in Raleigh uh, at the PNC Pavilion. Um, took my daughter. That was, I think, actually her second concert. Um, but both of her, fir- her first and second concerts were Panic at the Disco. I, I got to tell you, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I, I, he puts on a really good show. Lots of energy. Uh, very charismatic. Uh, didn't hurt that we were, you know, basically front row. Um, so, you know, nice. as he makes the... Makes his way around the crowd. Um, you know, she basically got to reach out and touch him. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say you you got to reach out and touch him. No, uh, no I actually I, I leaned over and kissed him, and uh, I got pushed back by the security guard. So right. did you throw your underwear on the stage? To be honest, I, didn't, I, I knew better than to wear underwear to that concert, so I didn't have to. I, um, they would have just still, been moist anyway. I haven't found that bra yet. So um, what did like uh, what's it? Is Brendan 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 Yuri Yuri right or something? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, again, like I said, I've seen them three times now. Um, the, of course, the joys of having a, a teenage daughter. But um, very, very impressed with, with each, each show I've seen. Those, those are the ones that surprise you. Again, you go into it, like, with really no preconceived notion. You're like, this isn't my thing, not my groove. And then you get there, and you're like, holy shit, this was really fucking good. Yeah. And then you're surprised. Yeah, you like those because it, it, it's better than going the opposite way. Of, you know, right, you know, being all psyched and amped and being disappointed, fucking ruined, so. right? But then you don't tell anybody how much you liked it because you don't want to be ridiculed mercilessly by your friends. No, it's okay. Well, no. I think that ship sailed a long time ago. So probably I'm did. Probably did. Here. All right, so uh, now we've got three eleven from the mid mid nineties, and now we've got Panic at the Disco. Would you say twenty eighteen? Twenty eighteen was when we saw them at that time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very cool. Concert number one. All right. Right on. Let's roll it again. I guess we could have just flipped a fucking coin at this point. Uh, no, I'm good with this. I'm I'm, I'm fine. fine. <laughs> this is me. That's fine. All right. So it is to me. Uh, my, my first concert, the three that I had, this was tough. And like I said, if I'd only gone to three concerts, this would be easy. I was talking to my daughter the other day. And I, I mean, she hasn't been to a lot. She's like, oh, this shouldn't be that tough. I'm like, whatever. Uh, been to a lot of concerts. I think the first one for me, was from 2017 and it was mac and i went to this concert together mac you were gracious enough to come down here and go to the show with me but it was metallica avenge sevenfold and volbeat over so in orlando uh, fuck there is gonna be some overlap then yeah i don't want to take go, go ahead i don't want to take yeah. anything away from, from never you. mind the fact that we sat in fucking traffic for like two hours just to get off the interstate to get to camping world stadium but once we were in i mean the these guys at their age still put on a goddamn great show. And that and, was and that was right at the beginning of July in yes. Orlando. Yes. And it, I mean, I was hot as fuck. Yes. So I can't imagine because I remember the pyrotechnics going off and, and you feeling can the feel fucking heat. It go up like fifteen more degrees. Right. Now, and, and, it, and is that an open air venue? Yes. 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 Okay. Um, Volbeat opened, and then Avenged Sevenfold uh, went right on before Metallica, and then Metallica obviously was the headliner. They played for like two hours. And again, oh, yeah. at their age, in the heat, and we all know their songs. I mean, they're fucking banging songs in terms of the speed and stuff like that. And just to be able to go and go and go, I was like, it's not, it's not you know, seeing them in the early 90s in their heyday would be one thing. But at that age, to still be putting out that kind of music with that kind of energy, that it just impressed the fuck out of me. And it was just a great show. I don't think we sat down at all the whole fucking show. Um, no, no, and, and mm -hmm. I, I got to really enjoy it. Um, I don't know how much you enjoyed it through your three and a half inch screen. Um, uh, fucking ton. <laughs> uh, you know what I got? I do appreciate you sending me all those videos. So I, I got the it, yeah. video. I relive the memory right. every day. That's right. That's right. Um, That's right. I, I will say I was a little. We, we were able to hear. Volbeat, Volbeat, yeah, uh, but we didn't get to see them. I was a little disappointed. I kind of wanted to see them. Yeah, well, again, uh, but thank you, Orlando traffic. Yeah, two fucking hours just getting off the interstate, getting the car well, yeah, park, we left walking earlier. Yeah, we, yeah, we thought we thought we got plenty of time. Mm, no, fuck no. Yeah. 
But that w- that's my number one. Metallica, Avenged Sevenfold, and Volbeat in July of 2017 in Orlando. Fucking great show. So that's my number one. Solid lineup for sure. Yes. All right. So no need to spin again. Yep. Grinch. Obviously, it's me. Uh, yeah. Um, Wait I'm, a minute. How, how does this happen? Like a lot of times, you seem to just come in last on these pickums. What the fuck are we doing wrong here? It's the story of my life. Oh, okay. You just come in last? <laughs> you don't realize uh, he owns right. wheelofnames.com. Yeah, that's okay. right that's right all right okay what's, what's your um, first one <clears throat> the so back in high school probably one what i consider one of the first concerts i went to which is which was super bold given the fact that the lineup was ministry sepultura and helmet now that's that's what the lineup was when we bought the tickets helmet got in a bus accident and wasn't able to attend so body count actually filled in which was huge. I mean, Body Count's not an easy band to see given just the years when they put out albums. But um, they had played, I think, at the Masquerade the night before and ended up staying and filling in for Helmet. Yeah, I mean, it was over at what was called Lakewood at the time, but it was the Lakewood Exhibition Hall. Exhibition Hall, okay. Yep. There were mattresses strapped to all the concrete pillars. You know, Al Jordan's got, you know, the spine coming up the up the the freaking um microphone stand um and it was one of the first i mean on top of the fact it was the first concert i'd you know really just gone to uh, on my own well i was with grutech actually he and i went um they also it was one of the first concerts i'd seen that had that many visuals going on kind of coinciding with the songs and uh man <laughs> couldn't couldn't hear for a while, for sure. Uh, ears were ringing, but uh, awesome show. Never really knew, you know, I wasn't a big kid, so getting in that mosh pit at that age, I was like, Took I'm going to die. <laughs> so we were near yeah. the mattress pillar, kind of like front right. So, of course, the speaker's just like rocking us. But, man, what a great show. I mean, driving home at like midnight or whatever it was. I'm like falling asleep at stoplights, you know, and, uh, but we got home and the next day I had my Sepultura t-shirt on, as I recall, don't even know if I showered. So I probably smelled horrible at school the next day, but cause you know, you were you probably smoking badass. cigarettes and you know, I, I don't yeah. really remember if we smoked in, maybe we did probably, but, uh, but man, it, yeah, it was a great show. Well, great it's like show for sure. It's like you and I talked about when we were first discussing this was at the time of that concert, Ministry and both Body Count had put out some massive albums in terms of music. Yeah. And of course, Sepultura just being Sepultura. Now I can imagine wanting to see Helmet, uh, you know, Paige Hamilton and his purple pink guitar uh, rocking away. But yeah, I know they were like in a car accident or some shit and the drummer got hurt. Couldn't be there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you're, it, you're talking it, Body Count. Uh, Ice tea. Right? Ice tea. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Getting that. I know. Ice motherfucking tea. Bitch. Body count. Yeah. I mean, Body that was count. an interesting band for sure. Yeah. yeah. KKK yeah. bitch. They shook cop up killer. the rock world. Yeah. You know, as as you know, as black rockers. You know. Well, I mean, they had their, to their credit. Yeah, oh, but yeah. you had their predecessor. Was it Living Color? Cult of Personality. Yeah. Like Living yeah, yeah, Color. Yeah. Yeah. Had, yeah. Tried to bridge that gap. They didn't go quite as far as. Body count did obviously. They I just, mean, right? Know. And their song "There Goes the Neighborhood" is like yeah. a perfect, yeah. you know, like representation of just what they what they were doing, being in that genre. Well, and it was that massive crossover from a known rapper, rapper, and Ice T, yeah, doing something like that. So, yeah, I can, I can, tell yeah, you. It, it made it all the way to what was it, SVU? 
Yes, <laughs> yes. Tortorello yeah. or Tortello, whatever his name is on that show, but yes. Well, and, and you know, and Sepultura has had different lineup changes and then Soulfly, right. Max Calvary and all that. Um, yeah. But, you know, Ministry at the time is really Al Jorgensen, kind of like Nine Inch Nails. It's him, right. some other cats, you know, right. that come and go. But um, they had just released, I believe, I think A Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste was the album that had come out or was it Song? New World Order? Yeah, Psalm 69. Psalm, Psalm 69, 69 yeah. is the album that it just dropped. Yeah. So, uh, great, great show. I can imagine. All right. Let's, let's cycle back. Haas, it is back to you. We've got your first one out of the way, 311. What is your second concert? Yeah, I feel like I'm, kinda, I'm probably going in chron- chronological order now that I think about it. The date was November 13th, 2015. It was at the uh, Bridgestone Arena uh, in Nashville. And it was Shine Down, Breaking Benjamin with special guest Seven Dust. And everybody knows how much I love me some Seven Dust. That one was really special because actually it was my first uh, time going to Bridgestone, which I was really impressed by. It's a, it's a great venue. But I was able to get a VIP pass and go and hang out on the tour bus with Seven Dust for a little while um, and meet the guys and talk with them. And that was super fucking rad um, we're not worthy we're not dude, worthy. Yeah. I, fucking, I was i was so nervous and on a high uh, it was just i mean like for like a week or two straight i was just kind of i felt like i was floating everywhere i went because it was just so cool plus breaking benjamin's awesome um and i'm not a particularly huge shinedown fan but i mean i i don't dislike them so it was just it was an overall all-around phenomenally great concert with and a great experience to boot so that'd be my second one Nothing wrong with that. And again, cool. I, I, I will echo your love of Seven Dust. I mean, I have followed them, seen them. And that's, my daughter was like, is Seven Dust going to make it? And she's like, you've seen them like 12, 15 times. And, and I was like, yeah. And I guess it kind of diminishes, not diminishes the, the love of the show. But then when you rank it against other shows, it's like, how do you pick just one out of that many yeah. shows? That becomes so- difficult. Interesting you, you say that because obviously I've seen Seven Dust at least a dozen times, maybe more. And like you, when I thought about it, it was, it was easy for me because of getting to meet them at this one. Plus, it was, like right. I said, Breaking Benjamin, which, I mean, you know, there's so many great albums and songs they put out as well. So, there's just the powerhouse of the two of them together, plus me getting to meet them. It, it was really easy for this one to come to because they had just released the Kill the Flaw album, which I think is one of their best albums to date, personally. Um, and out of all the most more recent albums, it's my favorite. Um, that and I hadn't seen them in a while. So it was just like a lot of things paired together. Uh, to, to just put the perfect the combination at the time. So, yeah, because uh, I, yeah. I saw them when I was living in Vegas. I saw them at um, the Hard Rock. They did a, a, a live uh, acoustic concert. And I saw them at the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. And I was like right up on the stage. And that was really cool. But this one still beats that one. Well, you got to meet them. So obviously. Yeah. Shit. All right. Very nice. Mac? All right. about you, so brother? Number, number two. two, and we've talked about this before. Um, you guys all know, huge, huge U2 fan. Um, growing up, really, really enjoyed a lot of their music and have continued to enjoy a lot of the stuff they've put out. 2009, uh, got to see them on the 360 tour in Atlanta at the Georgia Dome. And they, they put on a pretty good show. You know, it was the full kind of arena tour where they had the, and that was the whole theory was the 360 degrees. So there wasn't a bad seat in the house because they had the whole circular stage uh, that they moved around. But of course hit, hit all the big, you know, the big songs that I like one beautiful day, mysterious ways, list goes on and on. And they threw in some of the new stuff as well. 
Grinch, you threw it out a little bit earlier today, a clip from Muse. They were actually the opening act for U2 that night. And uh, that was kind of my first introduction to them as a band and was, was thoroughly impressed by Muse. So, you know, to see both of those, not really knowing Muse at the time either, again, you know, it was kind of a surprise. Uh, but seeing both of those together was, was definitely a, a very good show. And I'll say, I, you know, with U2, and I think this is certainly applicable to like Avenged Sevenfold and Metallica, like they take the profession seriously. Yes. You know, it's not like they, I mean, they're still cranking out great music. They give a ton of energy, but they, you know, they, it's not like, let's see how drunk I can get and get up on stage, act like an ass, and then just expect the fans to just slurp it up, you know. Uh, I mean, these, these, these folks have been doing it for a long time and they show up. It's a craft and an art form for them. They're not just up there, you know, belting out music. I mean, they, they really appreciate and they appreciate the fans. So they know, you know, you've paid your harder money to be there and they're going to put it on a good show every single night. You know, I, I would like to have seen them probably a little more in their heyday, you know, in the eighties. Uh, I think that would have been a lot, a lot of fun, but you know, 2009, they still put on a very good show uh, again at the, you know, at that age. I, I don't think I could do it. That's, that's for sure. You too. You said 2009? Yep, 2009. Actually, uh, October 6th. That uh, was actually for my birthday. And where did you see him? Uh, the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. Oh, okay. So okay. we actually, yeah. Atlanta, that's what I thought. That, that was a long night because we, we drove from Charlotte to Atlanta to see them and then back the same night. <laughs> yeah, that was a, but it was worth it. As long as it was, well, you got to figure driving home, you're probably riding the high of the show. A little and bit, so, yeah. Yeah. All right, fantastic. You two, 2009. Okay, uh, I guess it falls to me. Number two, again, same issue. Lots of concerts, trying to decide. This one was my uh, kind of out of left field concert. And this occurred in December of 2012. I am personally not a huge fan. And this is the one for me where I'm like, not, not a huge fan. I can appreciate them as a musician. They have done a shit ton of music since the eighties from writing to recording, uh, writing for other people going on and doing their own thing and being hugely successful. But my wife is a huge fan and she was like, Oh, let's just go to the show. And I'm like, Oh fuck, do I really want to do this? I was like, okay, I'll go. Uh, it was for her really. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this for you. I bought the tickets. It was at the Capitol Theater here in Clearwater, and the Capitol Theater only seats like 630 people, so an incredibly intimate setting in terms of a concert. And so, you know, we get all dolled up, we go down, park the car, we're walking up to the Capitol Theater, it's already dark out in December, and the alleyway right behind the theater, there's an SUV parked in the alleyway, and my wife's looking down, she's like, wait a minute, I think that's, is that, and I'm like what? And she's like, come on. So we walked down the alleyway and who is getting out of the fucking SUV? Richard Marks. And, and so I'm like, okay. And he's, there's a few people there and he's taking pictures with him. So I'm like, fucking go get your picture taken with him. I'll take your picture. Come on. So got her picture taken with him. He's actually a really short guy, which surprised me. And so that's who we went to see was Richard Marks in December of 2012 in the Capitol theater, small venue. It was a one man show, just acoustic, piano like and it was just him and music and he even said he goes you spent good money to come here you do not want to hear all my new fucking songs you want to hear all the hits that's why you're here you want to hear the songs that you know and love not some new bullshit that i'm releasing that nobody knows about 
And it wasn't just that the music was outstanding. His fucking banter with the audience was phenomenal. I mean, he was funny. He was engaging. And so that was my number two was surprisingly enough for me, Richard Marks fucking great show. Yeah. I, th- so. I think when you can, when you can get into a situation like that, where it's a, it's a small intimate setting, it really almost doesn't even matter who it is. It's going to be a good performance because you get that interaction then a lot right. of times yeah. with, I, with the artist. I could agree more. We saw Jody Messina at the house of blues in Vegas and I'm not a particularly huge Jody Messina fan, but um, Mrs. Haas likes uh, Jody Messina quite a bit. And we, same thing it was very intimate. It was awesome because of that. Yeah. This one just made my list because it was such a surprise for me because I went in thinking, what am I doing here? I mean, I know I'm doing it for my wife, but I'm like, I'm not a big fan of this guy's music. And then I, got, I was just blown Gotta away. I was like, for the team. Yeah, I was, I stood the whole fucking time. I was like, this guy's fucking great. I was like, holy shit. And again, that's another one that I, I'm sure, you know, he was up there, you know, I mean, he's probably in his fifties at that point, I would imagine easily. And, and, you know, to put on a show like that is, is impressive. Right now, again, it's not a big stage show. He isn't running around. Right. But musically he's just impressive he has written for some huge names then right. wrote for himself has put out a ton of hits but again it wasn't just the music it was his like hosh you said his engagement with the crowd in a small venue he could do that and it could be very intimate and it was just an impressive show well the intimacy you connect with them on a level right. that we don't generally connect with musicians because right. of their performing uh, right. i mean let's go back to metallica Sixty-five thousand people in camping world stadium there's there's no connection not in the yeah. same way right. there just can't be yeah, so, we saw a couple uh, of bands at uh, Cat's Cradle up in Chapel Hill in, in kind of the same, you know, probably very much like the, the Masquerade, you know, down in Atlanta. I mean, and so you really get, you're right, you get that interaction. And, and certainly bands that I would not have necessarily enjoyed, you know, going to see on my own, but, but was thoroughly impressed because of that. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. I was just going to say, I mean, I think, you know, with Metallica, yeah, it's like you're, you're part of Metallica Nation. You know, you sort of feel a little faceless in a big crowd, but you feel like you're part of that that total energy, you know, that's there. Well, and that's versus the intimacy, where it's more it's more of a human connection of right. like you feel like if I wasn't here, like it'd be noticed. You know what I mean? Because like it's just a it's a tighter venue, right? And the thing that I thought thought was really interesting, like with Metallica and Thor, keep me honest here, was you had people from 15 years old. All the way up to people that were yeah, easily like in their 60s, 60s or 70s. 60s, yeah. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, clearly all walks of life, you know. I mean, you have right. the guys out there, you know, cut off shirts, you know, everything. And then, you know, I mean, I think we were wearing polos at the time. So, well, and, you know, and they, the, they, they cover a wide range, range of right. a fan base. Uh, and that was one of the things my wife and I joked about with Richard Marks is when you looked around, I think we were the youngest people there. And it was just like, Holy shit. So obviously, you know, the people that started out with him in the 80s and, you know, right. they, it, he, I, I don't think he's in a position of developing new followers, but the, the people that have always been there are always going to be there for someone like that. So, but that, yeah, that's my number two, uh, Richard Marks at the Capitol Theater. All right, Grinch, round out. Round yeah. number two. What, what is your, I'm sure like everybody else, as you're, you're talking about concerts, it's jogging my memory on some others. I mean, got to see, you know, Rusted Root at the 40 watt in Athens and that's a, that's a small venue. And it was so cool just seeing them there. Um, but I was also thinking about counting crows cause they would play the songs you knew, but they would change them. There'd be a slightly different take on the song. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, which I, I, I'm not, you know, I know other bands kind of, you know, riff it out longer, you know, drum solos and that kind of thing. 
but you know kind of changing the mechanics of the song was interesting to me because I, I haven't been to a concert other than counting crows where they really did that where it was like significant and noticeable uh but yeah uh concert number two for me i don't really remember the venue it's the one up in northern it's one of the newer ones on the northern side of gwinnett i guess but uh gwinnett county and uh, north of atlanta um but it was muse and for mrs grinch and i we had not been to a concert in a while in fact going in we, you know to tell you kind of where our head was you know we're like do we stand the whole time is that still a thing you know i mean we were joking about it but they they hit the ground running and it just never stopped and you know i think i think muse is kind of cut from the same cloth of like the big performance like they're very performance oriented you know like you're rolling stones a like you're, visual. right it's yeah a and maybe it's it's that you know kind of british english you know heritage that's in their dna um and i say that with full respect um you know your elton john's like they just fill the stage they're very big big personality um, they know, uh, you know, Freddie Mercury, you know, comes to mind like the, in that realm just puts on a performance. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, no, I think you actually just really hit the nail on the head with what I was trying to explain with Panic at the Disco. Uh, you know, I think he's very much in that same, same realm of being able to fill up the stage. You know, I mean, at one point he's floating across the crowd on a piano, yeah. um, but, you know, it, a little, a little campy, but it worked. It, and I think. It, it can come in a variety of forms, but it's one of those concerts where you feel like you got your money's worth and then some, you know what I mean? Like, like it was above expectations, which yeah. is certainly in the realm of, you know, performing arts. That's the better place to be, you know, under promise over delivered, but instead of the other way around. Right. Um, and they did, man, they freaking crushed it. You know, afterward, I'm like, download, 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 you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put, put them all in. The I think it was 2013. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was oh, just trying. I was thinking of the, the 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 move from 2009 being an opening act to you know being their own Headliner. standalone entity and, and and running their own. Yeah. Tool. yeah. Was that Gwinnett Civic Center? No, uh, may no, no, oh, not okay. not over there by the old mall or whatever. It's further. It's one of the newer ones further north. Okay, gotcha. probably where like the baseball stadium is now. I don't know, but anyway, there's, there's a baseball stadium. <laughs> It's north of Atlanta now, yes. The oh, Braves no Gwinnett, longer the play. The Gwinnett Braves. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a joke? Or are you being no, that's no, I'm not kidding. They're not in Atlanta proper anymore. Oh, things change. I uh, I mean, obviously, I haven't lived there since 99, so I <laughs> didn't know that. Uh, all right. So, yeah, we've made it around two rounds. We're going to take a break here, let everybody refill their drinks. So we'll bring in the bartender, slap some alcohol in some cups, and then we will get back to it. So... Uh, to our listeners, step away, get yourself a drink, and we will be back shortly. In the meantime, we have our uh, little promo for this week, so please feel free to listen, and we will see you on the other side. Do you spend your days scanning Spotify, iHeart, and Apple Podcasts for something different to listen to? Time after time, is it just the same old cookie-cutter shows that once you start listening to, you realize that maybe a root canal with no anesthetic might be preferable? movie review shows that only talk about movies, sports shows that only cover sports, and f*** me if I have to listen to another unsolved murder show. Well, here at A Spirited Debate, we strive every week to be different, to make sure our content is ever-changing. We're kind of like your grandma's cookie recipe she was just too lazy to write down, and every time it was slightly different, and yet still managed to somehow have the same great taste. That's how the folks here at ASD approach every episode. A little bit of fact, a pinch of opinion, 
and a smidge of love, all baked at 375 degrees for 8 to 10 minutes, resulting in a yummy, tasty portion of entertainment. So go ahead, look us up, give us a listen, and if you manage to ruin your dinner by starting with dessert, well, that's just a bonus. A spirited debate, like grandma's f***ing cookies, only better. All right, so let's get back to it. Round number three. So we will start once again with you, Haas, your third and final concert. Uh, and again, I don't know if you in any particular order in terms of first, second, third, or if that even mattered to you, but what is your third one? Yeah, it, they're not rated one, two, three for me. I mean, they're all, the, the, when it comes to concert and concert going, because we all love music and we all love going to concerts, they're, they're, to me, they're all equal as far as their ranking. They make the top three. Uh, but this is actually where it got a little bit harder. So, because those first two have more of an emotional attachment for obvious reasons, or, or for aforementioned reasons, um, this one was harder. Um, it, it, it's 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 it has to be Tool from you know November twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen, if you're an tour uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, because. It was my birthday, but that being what it was, it was actually all of us going to a concert together for the first time in decades, and it was my last concert before I came over here to be with the missus, and so just the whole weekend was amazingly fun, just hanging out, you know, for multiple days, playing cards, winning again, um, whoa, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. winning, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we won by default, but we still won, I, was gonna I, say, believe, I, believe, you know, I believe the scoreline is... Is it two zero? I believe the score. It is two zero. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Rain delay. <laughs> rain delay. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> is that what you're calling it? Rain delay. Something was raining during the something. Something was raining during the first. Yeah, yeah. Dro- drooling delay. <laughs> Do you yeah. guys run steroids? I don't know. Something. Yeah. We <laughs> 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 are juicing. <laughs> Two yeah. Zero. No, that, that, just that the whole weekend was just amazingly fun. Such. Great camaraderie and brotherhood, and yeah, I mean, just to cap it off with that amazing show, and we'd all wanted to see him. It was on all of our buckets lists. This is the first time it had been available. All the stars aligned visually. I've never seen a show like that visually, uh, and I, I don't know. I did a rough estimate, and I've probably been to 50, 60 concerts in my lifetime, and I nothing, nothing's compared to to what we what we saw there. So, but you're not saying this is your all time favorite. You're just saying it makes the top three in no particular order. Or would yeah, you say I mean, this would be number one? No, I yeah, it's like saying well, I, I, would, I would say it's, it's like which one is your one favorite a, child? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't. I can't say it's my favorite all time, but it's yeah, it's in the top three. I mean, the, the top three are the top three. You, you can plug and play any one of them. Gotcha. Yep. Because they all they all meet that criteria for different reasons. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And I think you bring up a great point though, because you you, you say everybody really wanted to see that show. <laughs> maybe not everyone. And maybe not everyone, but I will say somebody came away as a fan. I you know Tool not not necessarily in my wheelhouse. I've listened to him over the years with you guys, but but having seen them in concert, definitely was impressed. Like you said, that's another one that was just a visually impressive show. And, and, and part of that's probably because he does not want to be the center of the show, right? The, the visual effects are, are what he wants to stand out for the show. Yeah, he wants the music to, to, to speak yeah, for itself. Yeah, it's the total experience, yeah. right? It's yeah. right. It's not the quintessential. It's not look at me right. thing. He, it's actually, he's, he's really the opposite. You know, he, he doesn't want you to look at him. So, yeah, that was, I agree with you, Hoss. That was a really good show. And again, 
I think you, you hit the nail on the head too, because of the whole weekend, that was kind of the culmination of, of a really good time. I, I behemothly agree. <laughs> exactly. Behemothly decree, but, 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 you know. All right. Well, Haas, thank you for your, your, your top three. I do appreciate it. Let's move on. Mac, it falls to you. What is your last of three? So, yeah, and, and I think with Haas and probably all of us, you know, number three starts to get a little bit tough um, because you're whittling it down and you know it's your last choice. Actually, my number three was going to be Metallica. I think that was a really good show. I uh, enjoyed seeing them perform, enjoyed all three bands. Obviously, since you've you've touched on that one, uh, I did a, a quick drop back and punt. My number three will be 2012. Go ahead, smartass. Say what you want to say. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Not doing it. <laughs> uh, Maryville Fall Festival uh, in Maryville, Tennessee, we saw Train as the opener. And, you know, again... You can shake your head all you want to. I, I still enjoy watching them. Uh, I've seen them several times. I, I enjoy the music, and I'm not ashamed of it. Never mind. <laughs> just, just let that. Hey, we'll just let that sentence hang there. That's that's right. Right. Let that sink in. We support you. Just marinate in it. I, I happen to let it percolate. Like quite a, I happen to like quite a few train songs. So, uh, as I've admitted yeah. in other podcasts, I do too. Yeah. But again, uh, you know, there, there's there's a long list of other concerts. Which you didn't could name. It could be 3A. That's that. <laughs> right? Which you didn't name. Yeah. What does it mean when a band goes from headliner to playing, the, was it Marybelle Grape Festival? Yes. What was it? Uh, no, hey, no. you know, and, and, and Haas, you may be able to touch on this. The, the Maryville Fall Festival in Tennessee is a huge deal. Yeah. They, that's, I mean, not they, a, that's not a, you know, also ran festival. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, I think that was actually supposed to be the Beastie Boys' final performance. <laughs> it was the Rolling Stones, make. but then they just did Train. <laughs> so no, no, not that, not that weekend, but the the film, the the, the fall festival itself, right. was supposed to be their final performance. Um, before it was Adam Yauch, right, passed away. Yes. Um, so they did not make that. So no, it's not. I mean, U 2s played there, and you can scoff your head when I throw that name out there. It, it's a big deal. It's not a it's not a second, you know, secondhand show. No, I don't dislike Train. I just, I was just giving you shit. Uh, I was gonna, hey, say, I was gonna ask. I kept my mouth shut, Mister yeah. Richard Marks. Mac, are you talking about Bonnaroo? Am I no. getting mixed up? No, yeah, no, yeah, no, it's Bonnaroo. That was festival. that was uh, Beastie Boys' final performance. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo's massive. Like, yeah, huge, I was talking very fall yeah. festival though. <laughs> slightly different, slightly different yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, um, still a big deal though. Not yeah. No, no. Bonnaroo gets a lot of. Yeah, yeah, big names. No, no. Yeah. Look, I, I have nothing against Train, and you're right. My Richard Marks, and again, my Richard Marks was because it was just such a shock of a show for me, and so okay. I'm, I'm okay with Train. Uh, my comment I that I was going to make: Gerardo Rico Suave, and number that's three. what I was going to say. That's where, where you were wanting to go. Yes. I understand it, and you know that was the joy of growing up with an older sister. Unfortunately, was there's that, a you know, joy to that? <laughs> no, yeah. sorry. I have seen Gerardo. I've seen Roxette. I've seen Richard Mark, or not Richard Marks, I'm sorry, uh, Rick Springfield. So, you know, I, I have a much more well-rounded palette of music. Palette of music. Yeah. Did any of those lead to you getting laid? Hey. No. Can we, can we take a step back since I was talking about my older sister? Oh, sorry. Not yeah. have that discussion. I'll mute here. that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All right. No, hey, nothing wrong with that. All right. I guess it's to me. And, How do you frankly, follow that up? 
Uh, I don't think I can. Yeah. I can't. So we're going to end the show there. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> the Maryville Fall Festival train. You heard it here first. So yeah, my third and final one. This was not difficult for me on a number of levels. The first and foremost being because, yes, that was a fucking phenomenal weekend with the culmination of getting to see Tool in Raleigh. Fantastic. Musically stunning. Visually stunning. The company, obviously, was second to none. All of that culminating in one particular moment of just, I don't even, fucking visual bliss in you fingering a bottom-filled beer cup. (laughs) (laughs) An anti-gravity beer cup. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, Haas, you and I went to the concession stand at that fucking show, and they had bottom-filled beer, draft beer. Never seen this before. If you haven't seen this, this is fucking amazing. They just stick a fucking beer cup on a little spout, and it fills from the bottom. Well, if you don't know Haas... Press that button there. Yeah, if you don't know Haas, let me just explain this to you. He never met a hole he didn't like to finger? (laughs) Yes. And we've just ended the show. <laughs> yes. Uh, we get these bottom fill beer cups. And if you don't know how that works, it's this little magnet di- magnetized disc. And they put it down on this little spout and it fills from the bottom. And then when they lift the cup, the magnet resets. And so it is basically an open container from the bottom. Well, Haas being Haas doesn't know how to leave shit alone. And it's like, how does this work? I, I got to know. I've got to break the code. So we're standing at our seats. Very lovely couple in front of us had walked away and he's, we're all standing there and he's just tickling the bottom of this cup and he separates the magnet. And I don't know how, how much of your beer did you lose? A third, uh, a half, probably half or more. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was the debate of, do we tell them somebody else did it? I mean, what do we pretend like it wasn't us? So of course they came back and Haas owned his shit. He was like, I, I fucking did it. It was me. Sorry. And I think now, the now wait, as, as I recall, the story was somebody bumped into Hoss, causing I'm him saying, to spill I'm saying his he, drink. Right, but it was that he yeah, it did wasn't it. The, it was his yeah. beer. I just want, I, I mean, want, you know, did they really need to know oh, yeah. what <laughs> led up your to the childlike cause. mentality? Wouldn't allow them were they even to gonna, were they gonna even care or understand that I was busy fingering the cup hole? Oh, Probably she was no, she was I mean, quite upset. She wanted a new seat. Yeah, her seat was trying to say lover's wine. Right. This isn't like, you know, leather seats that you can just wipe the beer off and go about your business, right? Cloth seats, they were fucking soaked. And I, I think they were gracious. I mean, the guy came down, even you talked to the guy like, dude, they need new seats. This is bullshit. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was you. But yeah, so that was just a phenomenal show. And there was a that. really good concert too. At some point in the night, there was a good concert. You're right. Uh, yeah, that was that was my to round out my top three was Tool from November 2019, your birthday. Uh, we've talked about this on the show before. Lightning struck twice that year. All of us were able to get together. And if I'm not mistaken, and somebody please correct me if I'm wrong, this is the one and only concert all four of us have been at together. No other show. Three of us have been no. at a show. Two of us have been at a show. Like this was the yeah. one all four of us have been yeah, to together. Yeah, I, I think I think Plus, you're right. Yeah, some additional folks. There's some additional which, people, right? Mac, you didn't go to. Um, I was not STP, at the 311. The I STP was at STP. Purple. Then I think we were, we were all at STP Purple, weren't we? Were you there? I was there. Yeah. Then fuck, I'm wrong. Grinch, Grinch, we, you were there too, weren't you? Yeah, because that was that yeah. was the, yeah. the think, night we rode Marta back. Yeah, it was the night we rode Marta back. Completely impressed by the the gentleman who 
was sleeping and realized on the train. Just somehow realized when his stop came up, just got up, woke yeah. right up, got off then the I train. Then I apologize. I was thinking this was the first one we all had been to. This is probably the first one we all remember the whole concert, though, because the uh, the STP concert's a little hazy. I think we were drinking in the car on the way there, that, that was the one. That was the one where Thor decided he was going to mosh in the opposite direction of the moss circle. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah, we were all just kind of standing there watching to see. He was you from know. Australia. Yeah. Yeah, that's where yeah, that's right, that's the right. Earth rotates backwards down there. <laughs> that's where one uh, one of the individuals in our group actually got dumped on their head trying to crowd surf, right on the ground. TW. Yeah. Yes. That was well, uh, fucking face planted. Was that also surfers, the right? one where I lost the soul to your Doc Martin? I think so. Yes. Off in the mosh pit. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 You're absolutely right. Yes, that was. Uh, but we digress. Uh, Tool that Haas like you, frankly, uh, Mac. I'm surprised. <laughs> How the fuck train beat that out? But hey, that's on you. But, but again, I, no, no, I was okay. trying to avoid the crossover, right? That absolutely was, you know, was was a great show. Loved it. Had a great time. It could have easily made the, the, the top three, but I was trying to do something different. What, oh, is that so it's all just about being different? You just got to be different. Why? Would it have been different bad. had you had like this love of tools since, since 93, like since Undertow? But you didn't, right? You came into it. Not a huge fan. Right, right. No, again, you know, listen to him, you know, hanging out with you guys over the years, not unfamiliar with the music, but it's just not, you know, if I'm looking for something, you know, that is going to put me to sleep on a Saturday night, it's probably not what I'm going to throw on. Well, right? and, and I'll but say, train is. Train, you'll totally throw on train to go to sleep. I'm listening to another, it right now. I got another one I'm going to throw out, but it was it was my third pick as well. And I would okay, just go, add, I'm sorry, let's go to you. No yeah, I would add, they hadn't put a new album out in what, 10 plus years. Right. Sure. We had to do all kinds of coordination to figure out how to buy the tickets. And, and I can journey. remember sitting in my car trying to purchase <laughs> tickets on the phone. Refresh, yeah. refresh, refresh, yeah. refresh. Yeah. Like, so I think we had so much energy built up as we were walking going. in that door that like it was just palpable, you know. And then we got there early. We were able to sit and have a dinner, you know, that we had yeah. a lot of fun at uh, beforehand. And then just, you know, I think afterward we were all just completely just satisfied. Oh, yeah. right and again, not a better group of, of individuals to, to spend a, a concert and weekend with. We yeah. were completely satisfied, except for Mac, who had to drive us all back to Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> or no, uh, Southern Pines, right? Yeah, because we didn't go back to Charlotte that night. No, no, no. We went back to, yeah, we went back to Southern yeah. Pines that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mac's like, how the fuck am I, I driving? I guess I'll get away with Mac's punt as well, though. Um, and just are you, say, pulling, up, are you third, pulling up too? Are you well, I mean, I put this one in a category of its own. That's what I, that's how I'm going to sidestep the rule here. Oh, okay. Say. <laughs> it's that impressive. Yeah. Well, in 96, um, did get to go to Lollapalooza. We had to drive to Tennessee. And the lineup was uh, Metallica Headline, but they were preceded by Soundgarden and Rage Against the Machine, as well as the Ramones and Rancid. And so, wow. <laughs> you know, talk about a lineup. Like, I mean, you know, one of those bands we'll obviously never see again. Because Chris Cornell, doubt we'll see Rage. I know there's but a possibility, any, but any one of those bands on their own yeah. is an amazing concert. If you put them back to back, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, we were doing like the smuggling, the liquor, like get taped to the leg and everything, getting in there, you know. And uh, a certain other individual that was there with us, like the bottle started to come out as he was getting through, you know. Uh, security so he just like took off running into the crowd it took us like 10 minutes to find him <laughs> you should have learned to keister it yeah <laughs> in his uh, prison wallet <laughs> yes, exactly but uh, yeah i mean 
just in it, you know, hearing Black Hole Sun, you know, and all that, just so iconic and what a cool opportunity. Very cool. I wish I could echo your sentiment. I really do. Well, so do I. Yeah, Uh, I have seen them, (laughs) but unfortunately. Hey, 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 hey. We will not discuss don't, that don't, at this moment. Don't discuss that. So, okay, so there's our, there's our top three. We have rounded out our top three. Good segue, though. It is. But, uh, you know, thank you, gentlemen, for taking the time to come up with your top three, as difficult as it may be. Uh, honestly, Mac, you've said it. Uh, Grinch, obviously, as Mac put it, you dropped back and took a punt. I was surprised that Tool didn't make the list for everybody. I, nothing I figured, against it not making no, the list. No, I figured it would, which is why I was kind of waiting for it to yeah. come up and just pile on. Yeah, so and, and I had it in the pocket in case nobody did, and I would have been like, "What the fuck?" You know? Fucking reach through and slap everybody like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I honestly thought that would be the one that everybody would land on at some point. But again, whatever your criteria was, just the benefit of going last is oh, yeah, of course, yeah. you get to see everything in front of you. Yeah. So I, I mentioned this way back in the beginning. I was going to throw this little category out. I would like to know. We've named our top three best concerts whatever your reasoning was, I would like to know, does anybody have a most disappointing concert, a concert that you are super excited to go to? You're like, this motherfucker's yep. going to be yep. just banging badass. And then you got there, you watched it and you left going, what the fuck did I just spend my money on? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. So I would love to go around the room. Same order. Haas, we'll start with you. You're, just give us one most disappointing concert that you went to that you were super excited about, spent the money on, couldn't yep. wait to get there. And then, Obviously, super stoked, super stoked, what what is it? Super stoked. July 7th, 2000, the sanitarium tour, um, Metallica, Korn, Kid Rock, Power Man 5000, System of the Down. I was super stoked. What? Super stoked. I left so pissed off and mad and upset. And here's why. James, uh, James Hetfield had been out boogie boarding or skiing or something at Lake Lanier and he fucked up his back bad, real bad and was unable to perform that night. So what they did is they had um, like Jonathan Davis and Kid Rock and different, the different singers from the other bands come out and cover, try and sing mm. the songs. And mm. it was a shit show. It was fucking horrible. It's fucking horrible. Mm. And you almost rather than just plug somebody well, else into the lineup. Well, well and, 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 and I mean, I'm telling you, when, when they came on and announced this before Metallica was supposed to go on, I mean, uh, Phillips Arena just went fucking batshit crazy. They were so fucking pissed. To add insult to injury, what happened is, is they said, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We'll give it. We'll, we'll redo this part of the concert later when he's better, and you can. We'll, we'll give everyone tickets for, and they can come back. Unfortunately, I had to attend a funeral the same night, so I have yet to see Metallica play live, and that's why it was disappointing. Um, you really need to weigh your options. Funeral, Metallica. Well, buddy, don't, don't not, think it was an easy choice. But. I'm not entirely sure you made the right choice, but that's just me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, so yep. what, what was the sanitarium tour? Not, when? Sanitarium tour, uh, July 7th, 2000. Yep. Still remember. Yep. Pains you, doesn't it? Hurts. Pains me. I still, I still have, it's one of the few uh, uh, concert t-shirts I still have. You haven't burned it yet? I haven't burned it. No, okay. All right. It's weird because, because I mean, come on. Corn was good. I mean, Kid Rock's whatever. Um, but Corn was good. The system down was good. I've never been a big Power Man 5000. But I mean, you know, two out of five acts ain't bad. That, well, again, the lineup itself, you'd think, would just be a really good lineup had it worked out. So, yep. all right. Metallica Sanitarium Tour. Uh, how disappointing. Fuck. Uh, Mac, what about you? Most disappointing concert? 
All right. So, and this is why I stopped you earlier because I think yes. this is where you were headed. Um, possible. April 2017, the Power 90, I believe it was Power 98 Rock Fest. 98 Rock. Um, at the Amelie Arena. Uh, really good lineup, actually. I uh, was super surprised to see uh, A Day to Remember out of Ocala. Very good band. Really good. I've enjoyed listening to them since then. But the headliner for that Rock Fest was none other than Soundgarden. Yep. Was super excited to see them. And Chris Cornell just mailed in the performance. I mean, it, it was just abysmal. And I say all this because I, I walked out just super disappointed, super pissed off, honestly. It's such a shit show of a performance. Of course, you know, a month later, unfortunately, you find out, you know, he had been battling the drug addiction. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away. So, you know, I, I look back at it kind of bittersweet because, you know, clearly he was having some issues at the time and that's why it was such a bad performance. But, you know, as a consumer, you pay your money you expect to see, you know, a great performance from what is a really, really good band. So to me, that was probably the most disappointing concert. Um, again, just from that band, you know, other bands that played at that concert, really good. Um, that's not why we went. You know, those were just bonuses. We went to see Soundgarden and was incredibly disappointed. Yeah, and, and you, you know, pay top dollar and see a good show. We were not sitting in the fucking nosebleed. No, we were no. first ring. We were real weren't close. First ring. Yeah. So yeah. real close. Um, uh, which is good. We weren't on the floor because, uh, if I recall, I believe the dude that looked like the Undertaker was in the mosh pit. Yes. That would not have ended well at our age. Uh, at that show, uh, and of course, I I talked to my wife about this. Nothing more. I like nothing more as music, but the lead singer, I mean, on that bro, fucking thing. Yeah. No shirt, no shoes, just jeans. You're not Jim Morrison, bro. You can't pull it off. And then he's got this motherfucking contraption. I don't know what it is. It was like a, it was an instrument off mechanical bull or something. I don't, I don't know. know. He's but he had like a drum set it. on it and he's playing the drums. Is this thing's going up and, and like down and left and right? It was like, what the fuck? Weirdest fucking contraption. Yeah. That, uh, but I, yes, I totally understand. It was a very disappointing show. We left being like, what the fuck did we just see? What did we just see? Yeah. Cause it was, it was almost surreal. It was just so bizarre. At how bad they and how were. bad it was. Yeah. No energy. We're like, we're just up here. We're just doing our thing. We're playing. And that's why Grinch, when you mentioned Black Hole Sun, iconic song. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I can't. Yeah, in the way mind, I saw them, you're going, yeah, yeah. I, it, unfortunately, it wasn't the same thing. I was super disappointed. Uh, but my number three, so I, I'm going to pull a Mac here. I'm going to drop. Oh, wait, you're number three. Yeah. Or you, you're no, 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 no. I'm, I'm number three in the oh, group. Oh, it was I, you, I Mac. Yeah, I misunderstood that too. Sorry, I apologize. Get a going, refill. going third in the rotation. My most disappointing. Yes, Soundgarden definitely ranks up there. The other one that I was super disappointed about was I bought tickets to go see uh, Matchbox 20 because my wife is a huge Rob Thomas fan and he fronts Matchbox 20. I really enjoyed Matchbox 20. Wanted to be able to take her and see it. Their opener was Goo Goo Dolls. I enjoy Goo Goo Dolls and I thought I'm going to so get to see creepy. Goo Goo Dolls and Matchbox 20. It'll be a really good show. And this goes back though to, to a point I think you brought up a little bit earlier. When did the Goo Goo Dolls become an opener 
I, don't I mean, know. that's kind of sad. They, don't they know. were a big band. Whether you like them or not, I mean, they were a big band headlining their own tour. Right. And now they're opening for Matchbox 20? Yes. Which, they, by they, the way, stop are. blaming your wife for these concerts, dude. I at least own it. Okay. It's all her fault. That's <laughs> all I got to say. I would never go see these. It's her fault. It's my all wife's fault. Um, so I was like, uh, but I really wanted to see Goo Goo Dolls, and I, I really wanted to see Matchbox 20. Goo Goo Dolls were fucking horrible. Like, I mean, I was not only disappointed in, in their show, was like, I regret spending this money. Now, un- thankfully, Matchbox 20 made up the shortfall, but I really wanted to see Google Dolls, and I was like, holy shit, this is fucking garbage. The lead singer was not good. The bassist sang songs. I didn't even know the bassist sang songs, and he was fucking horrible. He's creepy. Yeah. I think you went to the same molester. I went to the same same show uh, up in Nashville. No, it was Vegas. I was still in Vegas. Oh, you're in Vegas. Okay. Same show. Yep. I remember you and I talked about it afterwards and we were both like, dude, that's so weird. We both went to the same show and it sucked. Like seeing Goo Goo Dolls, like uh, super disappointed. And it was a toss up between that and Soundgarden because both I was excited about it. And then both were just such letdowns. And, and Mac, like you said, like finding out a month later with what he was wrestling with and dealing with and what happened. Yeah, you feel bad. But at the time when you and I walked out of there, we were like, fuck, this is bullshit. Yeah. Pay good money. And this is what we got. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, Goo Goo Dolls, Matchbox 20. Fucking horrible fucking show for Goo Goo Dolls. They should be ashamed of themselves. So hopefully they've hung it up, move on to better things. I don't know, but that was my number one disappointing concert. So Grinch, why don't you round us out? What was your most disappointing? Yeah, my one quick rapid fire was, and this kind of gets into another category. You know, if we have time, we'll get to, was uh, Lincoln Park canceling the day of the concert. We bought the tickets. We were all set to go. We found out that day got canceled. Uh, that's just disappointment straightforward. When was this? Uh, when we lived in D.C. Um, the funny story is I randomly said to Mrs. Grinch, man, Lincoln Park's like their band. I've never been able to see. I'd love to see them. Hop on the Google machine. We're like, holy shit, they're in town. And the concert's Thursday. This was like a Tuesday. And she's like, do you want to do them? Like, let's do it. You know, so we figured out the babysitter and all that. Got the tickets day of we hear on the radio um you know in retrospect i don't really recall the details i think chester bennington was was they said he was sick at the time um you know so similar story but yeah in terms of just straightforward left the concert like what the fuck was that uh was the cure um you know i mean they were pretty iconic during our high school days yeah they've got some you know they got a they got a great lineup of songs they didn't play like any of them. It was like they deliberately went into the depths of the albums and the and obscure, the you know, and so, and, and not being like a super fan, you know, I'm sitting there like. Almost like they're catering to the diehard. Right. I'm like, I don't know any of this shit, you know. Okay, there's one. And then they didn't play any of the songs we wanted to hear. And we just left. We we're like, what the fuck? You know, like it was just, it, it was almost like a fuck you to the fans in a way. You know what I mean? Like, go to a small venue if you want to have that kind of atmosphere where you play those songs. But if you're if you're going to have a venue like Lakewood or whatever it was, I think it was Lakewood, you know, or Coca Cola, whatever it became at the time. You know, come on, right? Pull uh, out the big, pull out the big yeah, names, play it, the songs. And a very quick another one is Wallflowers. There's a reason they're no longer a band because they were so fucking boring to listen to that I think 
I think their live performances consistently are what killed them as a band because everybody's like, they suck. No they're offense. So isn't it Bob Dylan's son? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, their their music was never like, it seemed boring One to listen to the music. Like, you know, I mean, it was literally like he was bored. You know, yeah. you I think the there, cover like, of Heroes they did was okay. But yeah, for the most part, even it, it their music. Festival. Yeah, they were a headliner for the festival. So we didn't wow. go specifically for them, but they finished and we were just like, the hell was that shit? They're no train. That's all I can no. say. No, for no sure. fucking train. But, but uh, who is? Exactly. I mean, you know, they train. get their own wine, train is. line of wine. Train is train. So. Yes. All right. So real quick, just we'll go around the room before we wrap things up because we're I know we're getting long-winded here. Anybody have any also-rans concerts that didn't yeah. make the list? All right. So got what do we got? Let's mission. just yeah, yeah. throw them out real quick. Hospital. We're real doing quick. that or are we doing the yeah. one we wish we could have seen? No, 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 no. Let's let's hear some honorable mentions real quick. Okay. Hoss, what you got? Our, my honorable mention's a, a twofer, but it's only because they occurred within five days of each other. Um, Valentine's Day. Uh, last year, uh, I hadn't even been here six weeks, and uh, the wife took me to see Slipknot. Um, and th- being my first concert here, I mean, I was really interested to see how it was, and that actually led me to to, to see Five Finger Death Punch, uh, Megadeth, and uh, Bad Wolves like five days after that at the same venue here. Um, and it's it's super cool to see how Europeans like really dig hardcore, you know, USA. Death metal. Yeah, some of those concerts in Europe, the Download Festival and all that are massive. It, they just, they're, they're, they're super committed. Like we, we roll out and we're kind of like hanging out and we're enjoying it and we're rocking or whatever. I mean, they're black head to toe, freaking spikes and studs. And I mean, the hair is, I mean, like they really invest in, in into the, into the, the culture. And um, so those two, the, that one, two punch. Uh, two bands, um, you know, Slipknot and, and Five Finger Death Punch, I always wanted to see. I didn't think I'd ever get to see them because in the U.S. the tickets sell out like that. Here, because it's not is such a big deal, I was able just to write, slide right into the DMs and, 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 and go, and it was super cool, and I'm Very super nice. appreciative that I got that experience. Awesome. Mac, what about you? Got any also rants? Honorable mentions? Uh, cool. I feel like I should put Tool oh, in now here. You should put, <laughs> now you should um, put Tool up now. Ah. <laughs> uh, I think for me and also ran, you know, another good concert Lilith um, Fair. was a little fair, uh, you know, Queen Latifah, Sarah McLaughlin, Natalie Merchant. No, that was not it. It was uh, Billy Joel. Um, and I, you know, and again, not somebody that I would necessarily just sit down and listen to all the time, but such an iconic performer to see him live. And again, at his age to put on the show that he did, we saw him in uh, Charlotte at the Time Warner uh, Arena. He, he was really impressive. And, and again, it was just kind of, you know, it wasn't the small venue like you had with Richard Marks, but he didn't play the new shit, right? He's like, I know what everybody's here to listen to. They're here to hear the hits. And so that's what he played. Um, and, and that was a really good show. I think just so, because of the name, you know, again, not in his heyday, but still a very good performance. So when you went to see Gerardo, if he played all his hits, he played one fucking song. He did, he did play all of his hits. Rico he played Suave, Rico Suave, over and, and then over. they pulled him off the. Uh, no, no, no. He played You're it done. once. They pulled him off the stage and moved on. There you I, go. I do have a funny memory of leaving a Metallica concert and getting on to Marta with all the people who were leaving the Billy Joel Elton John concert. <laughs> Interesting. And it, and it was so funny because the camaraderie around music. Didn't existed matter. didn't matter right just gel everybody yeah. was like how was your concert oh it's freaking cool you know like it wasn't like friction it wasn't like the west side story or whatever you know like 
Pull out your like switchblades. I like how you went were, to the Jets and Sharks and, yeah. and dance fighting. <laughs> right. They're just um, so fun night because they both gonna, everybody had left a great concert. You know, again, those are such I mean, big great artists that their fans appreciate. Yeah. They, they just music. appreciate yeah. music, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. What, no matter what it is. Uh, my honorable mentions could be the dozen or so times I've seen Seven Dust, Cowboy Mouth, uh, mm, Disturbed, and Mudvayne getting to see them, and actually. At 2002 at the Earth Day Birthday Festival in Orlando, Disturbed was there. Lejean from Seven Dust came on. They did a, a cover of Black where he helped sing uh, because that was Disturbed in their heyday, uh, in my opinion. Um, and I know they've you know kind of gone up and down in terms of dropping off the limelight and coming back. But yeah, 2002, Disturbed, Mudvayne, no longer together. Fucking phenomenal there. Uh, you also had bands like Scrape, Soil. I think The Offspring was actually the headliner for that mm. show. So, Earth Day Birthday, 2002. Fuck, what else? I'm, uh, Anthrax and Kill Switch Engage. Like, mm. seeing Anthrax in an arena would be one thing, but I got to see him at Janice Live here where it's like 2,000 people. You know, and it's, it's a small so venue. You guys, we start talking about this like we're sitting around, you know, with cigars and, and bourbons and all these memories of all these concerts I had kind of forgotten about. Yeah. Are f just like memories are just like flooding back. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I saw Anthrax Sound of White Noise tour and I think my ears rang for like two days. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, none of us have mentioned White Zombie either. You know, I definitely remember going to see White Zombie at International, International Ballroom. Ballroom. You know, and, and, uh, biohazard and freaking uh slayer which i i didn't know what i was getting into at a slayer concert right. holy shit but yeah, yeah uh, imagine dragons comes to mind they put I like that biohazard you might see pantera imagine, imagine dragons never seen them in concert and, yeah me either but imagine dragons and, and i know it's not everybody's cup of tea but i will say dave Grohl and foo fighters they give you all they've got on the stage i'd like to see them they're on, they're they on played the for list. over two hours you know, and he was like, God gave me the gift of screaming. It wasn't great for when I was working in a furniture store, but it's working for me now. now you know? right. <laughs> yeah, and he's just a good dude. You know, I know he's like kind of mainstream rock, but man, they, they did. They gave they it put all out they good. Had. They put out good music. Yeah, they gave it all they had. All right. Well, I appreciate it, gentlemen. Uh, this was fun. Uh, in a lot of ways, a trip down memory lane and getting to hear what you guys think about your top three concerts, your most disappointing concerts, your also rants. So, yeah, super insightful. As always, you bring your A-game, and I do appreciate it. And so we will end it there. And to everyone out there, please feel free to listen. All of our previous episodes, anything going forward, you know, please engage with us. We would love to hear from you. Reach out to us. And with that, I will bid everyone adieu. Thank you, gentlemen. As we wrap things up here, we invite all of our listeners to join the debate by dropping us a line at spiriteddebates at gmail.com. You can send in topics you'd like us to debate, drink recipes you'd like us to try, or just general feedback on how to make the show better. And don't forget, you can always follow us on Instagram or Facebook at A Spirited Debate or on Twitter at Spirited Debates. Feel free to press follow, like, subscribe, whatever the fuck you got to do. And if you don't, as I said at the beginning, we're just happy that you're here listening and we hope that you continue. Until next time, yeah. we'd like to say, Roast Empire. Salute to Why? <laughs> Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> 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 <laughs>